what we're looking to do here at Push Button Podcasts is to help what I call heropreneurs, people who have a story that they're looking to tell and a message they're trying to impact the world with. And, you know, to become either thought leaders in their space or to become like specifically, you might call it micro-famous. That's one of my friends calls it, is to be micro-famous in a specific area. So it's a different type of market, but the skills are the same in a lot of the places. So the information that we're going to be covering is going to be really helpful no matter what your goals are for podcasting, whether you want to hire it internally or if you want to hire someone like us. Welcome to PVP.FM, brought to you by Pushbutton Podcasts, your go-to resource for grabbing attention, building awareness, and creating authority in your marketplace. I'm Richard Matthews, your host and guide through the wonderful world of podcasting as a driver of business. Here, we teach how to use a multimedia podcast as the cornerstone of your omnipresent content marketing strategy. Whether you're an entrepreneur, podcaster, expert, or thought leader, you'll discover creative ways to leverage your digital content. From blogs to video, from YouTube to TikTok, and everything in between. I'll show you how to stand out from the noise so you can directly connect with potential customers, build strategic partnerships, and drive leads into your business. Get ready for actionable tips and tangible takeaways on improving your digital presence across the board. With that, let's dive into this week's episode of pvp.fm. Hello and welcome to our first episode of the pbp.fm podcast. My name is Richard Matthews and I have live on the line with me my good friend and partner here, Lucas Root. Lucas, are you there? I am here. Awesome. So this podcast is sort of a little bit of a brainchild between the both of us that I've wanted to do and you kicked me in the pants to make it happen. So mm-hmm. why don't we start off Accurate. talking about, <laughs> yeah, yeah, start off talking about a little bit about who the both of us are. So Why don't you go first, Lucas, and tell the audience a little about who you are and what you'll be doing here with us. Mm. I was on Wall Street for 17 years doing mergers and acquisitions on the back end. So I got to be very, very good at seeing the way companies work because I was the guy that was responsible for putting them together. Very cool work. Very fun. I enjoyed every minute of it, except for the ones that I didn't. I'll let that settle (laughs) in. (laughs) Seven years ago, I launched my own consulting company doing business strategy consulting. Uh, have the amazing, immense luck of having landed the Pokemon company as one of my clients. I've been with them for the entire seven years, as well as a few other clients. I only work with a few at a time. You, Richard, had me on your show, on the Hero Show, about two and a half years ago, which turned out to be an impetus. And I'm a slow learner. And that's part of what we're talking about here is, of course, me being a slow learner. That's part of what had the impetus of me launching my own podcast about a year ago. So thank you, Richard, for helping me realize that podcasting is part of the way that I want to engage with the world. And also thank you for being a good friend and waiting for me for a year and a half after you had me on the show to realize that I wanted to be a podcaster. (laughs) Absolutely. Now, on to you. Tell us about you, Richard. Yeah, so I have... For a long time, I struggled with being able to describe who I am to people. And it wasn't until just very recently working with you and one of your good friends that I've been able to really describe this a little bit better. But I'm someone who's very, very interested in the power of story and how story can be used to impact our world. So there are really three pieces of my story that I'm really interested in. One is the story that I choose to live. And in that category, I am a husband and a father of four and a full-time traveler and incredibly 
interested in uh, collecting skills. Like I love to collect new skills. So I'm always trying new things like learning the piano and learning to draw and learning archery with my son. We're currently learning to windsurf. And so I'm a, I don't know what you call that. I'm a little bit obsessed. Whenever I've got something, I'm like, let's get something new. So that's my first category. The second category is the stories that I choose to tell. And that's where the hero show comes in. And the hero show is really about changing the cultural perceptions of entrepreneurs from villain to hero. And so we talk to founders and we talk to CEOs and we talk to self-employed entrepreneurs who are looking to use their work and use their story to change and impact the world. And we talk to them as if they were a comic book superhero. It's a super fun podcast. And that is something that I will probably do until my dying day, because I think it is a huge, huge benefit to our world that entrepreneurs do what they do. And then the third category is the stories that we choose to amplify at Push Button Podcasts. And Push Button Podcasts is a full service podcasting, like it would be a production house, I guess is what you'd call it. We do uh, production, post-production and promotion and distribution and we do basically all of it. And that's where this podcast comes in, is in support of Push Button Podcasts. Okay, so I have some questions. First, I love every bit of that. The story that you tell, the story that you choose to live, and the stories that you choose to amplify. It's a beautiful thing. In the story that you tell, you talk about collecting skills. I'm wondering, do you have a bookcase that you collect them on? A bookcase that I collect my skills? Yeah. Like, I can I go into your house physical... and, like, take some skills off the shelf and be like, oh, look at this one? I wish that would be really cool. But no, I don't. It is just a thing that I like to do is learn new things. And so I find myself getting bored if I don't have something that I'm actively working on learning. And I've also decided I have to have something that is not my business that mm. I can unplug from and go do that. And if I don't do that, I find myself performing poorly in my business. Mm. Well, that's a really interesting observation. So we initially connected over my entrepreneurship story, which is a story, of course. People can find that episode if they want. But we really deeply connected over in exactly the same way as you, the story that I choose to amplify. And that was the story of community. Absolutely. And the story of community is something that has fascinated me. And we've had a number of really deep connections and discussions over. And you had a whole podcast about it. So if people want to learn more, definitely probably one of the more impactful podcasts that we produce over at Push Button Podcasts. But you talk about five elements of community, which is, let me see if I can get all of these right on the first try. Common language. I know you can. <laughs> common language, common purpose, common value. I think common profit is probably a better word. And common projects and common heart. Did I get all you five? You got it. You did. And I agree. Profit is a better word, but people are afraid of the word profit, which is why I use value, because it makes it more palatable. It is what it is. Yeah. Welcome to the world. Sometimes you have to make sacrifices in pursuit of palatability. Yeah. So we know why we're here. We know who we are. What's next? So what I want to talk about real quickly is because you are a client of Push Button Podcasts, is talk a little bit this about is true. what is the problem that Push Button Podcasts helps someone like you solve? All right. So I'm going to tell this the story. <laughs> I'm going to tell this story from my perspective because I think I'm a nightmare client. And as I thanked you for waiting for me to come around to get it, I also want to thank you for tolerating me as a client. <laughs> Here's the way I look at my life. And I applaud everyone who looks at their life this way. And each of you who managed to stumble across Richard and convince him to take your business should be delighted. I think that if 
you're living your life slow enough to be able to meet all of your commitments. You're living your life too slowly. And I mean that in the most hammer to nail way you can possibly take it. Do more, commit to more, break your promises sometimes, renegotiate your contracts sometimes. The world is so full of opportunity that you should be chasing all of the ones that are in alignment with you and missing sometimes and failing sometimes and falling on your face sometimes. And fuck, that's so much fun. Let's do more of that. And the result of that is that in order for me to have me, me personally, in order for me to have a public presence, any kind of public presence, I need support. A lot of it. I need a lot of support. I need somebody who's really got my back, who is really willing to show up for me and make sure that when I'm done with the creation process, it doesn't sit in my computer for two years waiting for the next step to happen. It gets taken from that sort of raw lump of gold and turned into something beautiful, something amazing. It's turned into jewelry. It's turned into, you know, a gold leaf that you put on the top of the Capitol building so that people can actually consume it and appreciate it and learn from it and show up for me as an entrepreneur, as a member of my community, because they know I exist. And that's what you do for me, Richard. You take my creation lumps and you turn them into magic. Absolutely. So my favorite part of that is it very closely matches my experience with my own podcast and the reason we created Push Button Podcast in the first place, because you said, you know, you're recording something and having to sit there for two years. That legitimately happened to me because I was in the course of building my past business, trying to figure out why my clients wouldn't get their podcast going, even though I was like handing to them on a silver platter, like, here's what you should do. <laughs> And then I was like, you know what I need to do is start my own podcast and see if I can figure out why. Well, I recorded my first eight episodes and then I went through all of the work to get them all published and distributed and not just half-assed, but like at a high level, the way that it should be done. And I managed to make it through the first three before I was like, fuck, I'm going to starve if I do all the work for that, because I'm not going to be able to have enough time to do all of the other things that I need to do to put food on the table for my kids and for my family. And the other what did I say? Three episodes out of eight. So the other five episodes sat on my hard drive, collecting dust, rotting in the digital sphere, so to speak, for two years until I had a fellow mastermind member, you know, give me another kick in the pants. That's a regular thing in my life. So I have to get kicked in the pants to make things happen. And that's I was like, hey, because you, know, you, you hire someone like me, you sign up for a whole bunch of cool shit and you drop the ball sometimes just like you should, because the world is full of opportunity and you're out chasing them. Absolutely. I tell people regularly, I plan on skidding into the grave. So, <laughs> yep. So I spent the next year after that kick in the pants building what became the Push Button Podcast system. And over the course of that year, I went from having three episodes published to having 80 episodes published. And the best part of that was I didn't do anything other than show up for the interviews, right? For the creative aspect of it, for the part that I'm good at and that I want to show up and do. And everything else just happened for me. And at this point, we're a couple of years into it. I've got over 250 episodes of my podcast. And again, for exactly zero of the episodes, have I done anything more than show up for the interview and click start and stop record. Push Button Podcasts does everything else. And I went back to the mastermind with what I had built. And they all were like, hey, that should be a business, that should be a service. And we started it that day. And here we are. A couple of years later, having turned it into something that other people actually like and use. And Lucas, I know you call yourself a nightmare client. I call you a dream client because you're helping me turn the service into what it could be. Um, but that's just a matter of perspective. It is. Um, it's just a matter so, of perspective. <laughs> it's just a matter of perspective. 
Are you ready to amplify your influence and stand out from the noise? Join Richard Matthews on pbp.fm as he explores the power of podcasting, social media, and strategic content to boost your reach. You'll discover the latest trends in video, audio, and influencer marketing, plus unlock insider tips to create binge-worthy content spotlighting you as a leader. With upbeat energy and clear, empowering advice, Richard guides publishers, experts, and entrepreneurs on starting a podcast, improving social strategy, and connecting with your perfect audience. Visit pbp.fm and book a podcast strategy session to start spreading your message today. So what I want to talk about next is what is the purpose of this podcast, the pbp.fm, right? Why are we doing this particular podcast? What kind of things are we going to talk about? And we can just sort of converse about that a little bit. Oh, that was so cute. I heard you. You wanted to say it, didn't you? I, I did. I almost used the incorrect one. Just You did. You I almost did. I would. I would. <laughs> Setting up a podcast is a royal royal pain in the ass and it never stops being a pain in the ass like it never stops and this is coming from somebody who's got 30 episodes in the bag and is rolling forward it never stops being a pain in the ass technology is changing the world is changing the way that we use technology the way that we interface with this thing that's sitting right in front of me right now change and it's changing all the time richard i'd been your client for what four months before we even met face to face and we'd known each other for two and a half years before we met face to face in a world that's moving so fast, so fast that I'm excited every single day about the kinds of opportunities I'm going to try to chase and fail, how in the world can we expect somebody to be able to pick up a mic and a camera and start creating a podcast when they're going to be stuck in analysis paralysis forever? I mean, like literally forever. You finally make a decision and then the technology changes and you have to try to figure out how to make a decision again. And it's not just that. How do you get started? How do you record this episode that we're doing right now, the first episode? How do you put it together so that your audience will be interested about who it is and what you do and why you're here? Not just today, but in a year that this episode will still be relevant and two years that this episode will still be a tool that you can use to welcome people to your show. How do you make sure that that's going to happen? Well, you don't. I don't. I can't see the future. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, except that I'm going to miss some of the opportunities I signed up for today. Like, that's all I know. Yeah. And just thinking through the kind of stuff that I know we want to cover on this podcast, there is so much that goes into a podcast. And one of them is just understanding that the definition of podcast is, to your point, changing, right? If you go back 10 years ago, a podcast was strictly an audio show only available on this little thing called an iPod, right? Where today, a podcast, the term has grown to include everything from YouTube shows to multimedia shows to anything, any sort of alternative media that is not mainstream is sort of put under the umbrella of podcasting. And there's lots of reasons you might build a podcast. Also, there are no iPods anymore. <laughs> and there's no iPods. So the world is changing, the way that we consume content is changing. And then there's things like once you've decided to create a podcast, how do you do things like set up your studio with your lights and your camera and your mic and your backdrop? And how do you do that in a way that it's easy? So you're not going, I have to set this all up and your use, I call them psychological barriers to action, right? How do you remove those and instead create psychological encouragements to action that you're like, hey, you know what? I know I'm going to look good. I know I'm going to sound good. I know it's easy to do. So it's easy to just sit down and make it happen. How do you do those kind of things? 
And how do you make it so that you can plan out, you know, a year's worth of content in an hour instead of looking at blank page syndrome and, and trying to figure out what I can talk about or how I can hire guests or not hire guests. Maybe you hire guests, depending on what you're trying to do or get guests to come on your show. And then what do you do for distribution and what do you do for promotion and what do you do for actually managing the post-production process? And I think what we want to do here is we want Wait, to so take the time. Let me the get this straight. To cover all of those. What you're telling me right now is that somebody who is an expert listener of this podcast will never need to hire you. That's the idea. Awesome. I love it. Let's yeah. work ourselves out of a job. So, Actually, I'm not even saying that tug in cheek. Like my entire career has been built on working me out of a job. I tell people all the time that if I do a good job, you won't need me anymore. <laughs> and that is purpose. Now, what's interesting is that because of what we do at Push Button Podcasts, there is a value in knowing when to hire someone else to do work versus building it into your own business, right? And there are reasons uh -huh. why you might build it into your business, and there are reasons why you might hire a firm to do work for you, depending on what your goals are. Yeah, right? whatever. And, I would never outsource um, anything. <laughs> says the man who's outsourced his podcast to me, or to Push Button Podcasts. But, you know, just as a quick example, if you're looking to build a media company, right? That's doing multiple daily shows, that kind of thing. That's the kind of thing that you're probably going to want to bring in-house, right? If you're going to just to use a big popular political example, like a Daily Wire, for instance, they are very popular as a, a media company that is used podcasting, video and audio podcasting primarily as their means of distribution. It would not make sense for them to outsource their production to a company like us, right? Because of what they do and what their goals are. And they're looking to drive revenue from ad impressions, right? A number of listeners and ads, that's how they drive their revenue, which is a different type of business model than what we're looking to do. What we're looking to do here at Push Button Podcasts is to help what I call heropreneurs, people who have a story that they're looking to tell and a message they're trying to impact the world with. And, you know, to become either thought leaders in their space or to become like specifically, you might call it micro famous. That's one of my friends calls it is to be micro famous in a specific area. So it's a different type of market. But the skills are the same in a lot of the places. So the information that we're going to be covering is going to be really helpful, no matter what your goals are for podcasting, whether you want to hire it internally or if you want to hire someone like us. I like the idea of being micro famous. I'm going yeah. to take all of the people within arm's reach of me, which right now is zero, and become absolutely the most famous person within arm's reach of me. Yep, that is the idea. <laughs> and I know one of our clients serves the insurance space, and they serve the insurance space not to the insured, but to the insurance companies. And so he there like are not seven potential clients. Yeah, but there are a lot, but you could count them, right? And if you want to be famous in that space, that is what the podcasting realm will let you do is to choose a space and become a strategic influencer in that space. Mm -hmm. So strategic is microfamous is one of my friend's words. I like to call it strategic influence, but that's really what this podcast is for is to show you how you can create strategic influence using this thing that we call podcasting that's constantly changing. Love it. Cool. Who so, we are, what we do, why we're here. Yeah. And then the last question for us to just to cover briefly is how often can listeners expect us to release content and where they can go to find it? Once so every two years. Easy. Once every two years. Yeah. We won't keep up with anything. It'll just be a random bits of gold dropped every two years. Yes. We'll wait for it. No, so our goal, and this is your first bit of learning, is your strategic influence is going to be directly correlated to how often you release content. Now, 
the problem with that is if you're looking to expand your strategic influence, doing a daily show will expand your influence faster than doing a monthly show, right? Just it's sort of inversely correlated that way. Now, well, only in we, absolute time. In absolute time. That's true. I guess if you're talking relative time, you could change that. We can get into a whole discussion about how that works. We may need to. I'm not sure if pbp.fm is the right place to be doing that, but we may need to. We may need to. So my point is that if you were to release long form content every single day, multiple times a day, you will grow audience faster. Again, I pointed to the Daily Wire just a little while ago. That's what they do. They went from 100,000 to several million watchers over the course of like four or five years because they were just powerhouse content creators, right? The reality is most entrepreneurs who are like you and me, who are chasing opportunities and signing up for more than we can do, can't commit to multiple long form pieces of content on a daily basis, unless that is our only and exclusive means to revenue, right? Which is just not the case for most of us. So mm -hmm. how do we get a happy meeting in releasing content once every two years and releasing <laughs> daily content? And that's where we start talking about leverage. And so the leverage is how can you take one long form piece of content that you can either record once a week or maybe batch record once a month and release long form content and then cut that up into smaller pieces and use that over the course of the week to get into all of the platforms where the audience you want to have strategic influence lives. So to that end, we are following our own advice and we are creating a weekly show that will have smaller pieces of the derivative content that you'll see all over the internet in our areas where we care about every single day based on those long form content pieces. So it'll be a weekly show and you'll be able to find it at pbp.fm, which is going to be the website for this podcast. So it's, we actually got the domain for it today based on yeah, what I was looking around for it. It was fun. We've got a couple of them. Curse so that's where you'll though, be able to find. You just said all over the internet. Now I want to see if all over the internet.com is available and we should just put up a mirror site so that we can say our site is all over the internet. Allovertheinternet.com. That'd be fun. We should look that up. So if you're hearing and this episode, you can check. And then nobody else will be one. able to do that. <laughs> That'd be fun. And with that, I think we've covered all the things that we wanted to cover for this, what we call in our business, episode zero for our clients to cover who we are, what we do, who we serve, and what we do for them. That's right. I think we're good. Anything else you want to talk about before we hit this stop record button on this first episode? If you don't hit the stop record button right now, I will keep talking. Me too. So I'm going to hit it. Thanks for joining us this week on pbp.fm. Make sure to visit our website, pbp.fm, where you can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on Apple Podcasts. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And if you'd like to get help building an omnipresent content marketing strategy with a podcast and you want help, you might want to book a podcast strategy session with us at pbp.fm. Just click the book a strategy session button and book a time on our calendar. We look forward to speaking with you and be sure to tune in next week for our next episode.